0: Elite can help you do the same. Enrollment is open as of Monday, November twenty-seventh, and it closes December eighth. Learn more at this is slash elite. Today's podcast is presented in part by Portatree. Portatree is a leading manufacturer of practice trees, simulators, and test tracks with quality products designed for racers, by racers. I depend on Portatree for my own practice. Check them out at portatree.com and be sure to stick around to the end of the show. We'll provide you with a discount code for 10% off your next Portatree order. BTE builds products that you can depend on, whether it's a complete power glide transmission, a torque converter for your specific combination, or any related component or bolt-on item. The professionals at BTE and Memphis Performance have what you need to succeed. Shop online at BTEracing.com. Hello,
1: everyone, and welcome to the Sportsman Drag Racing Podcast with Luke and Jed. I'm Big Jed Jared Pennington. He's cool hand Luke Bogacki. If you're a regular listener... Thank you for your patronage. If you're new, you'll probably catch on soon enough. Our goal is to shed some light on the events, news, and issues in sportsman drag racing and the stars within it. It's time for The Big. On the Sportsman Drag Racing Podcast with
2: Luke and Jed.
1: All right, as promised, we are joined now by the 2018 IHRA Top Summit Super Series World Champion, Dale Skates. Dale, we appreciate you joining us tonight.
2: All right, man. It's glad to be here.
1: Congratulations, first and foremost, Dale, on the championship season. That's a heck of an accomplishment. I know you've been racing a little while and you've accomplished a lot but uh, that had to be right up there on the list. That, that had to feel really good.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. I couldn't believe, you know, we'd made it that far. It's, it was it was good. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. And we look forward to hearing some more about that as we talk a little bit. But, Dale, I'm somewhat mm-hmm. familiar with you because I've seen yet, you know, some of the big book bracket races and stuff over the years. Yeah. But for those of our yeah. listeners that might not know so much about you, tell us a little bit about your racing background. Uh, you know how you got started and what got you got <clears throat> to this point
2: oh uh, well I, I started racing when i was 10 years old uh parents bought me a little junior drag shirt a little bridge and strap motor on it and i started racing down here at the our local track pine valley raceway in die and uh I, mean, I don't I don't guess i ever quit i just kept racing a couple years in the junior and and uh then they bought me a a faster junior a, a 790 junior and and uh i finally started going a few rounds and and getting more and more into it, and that was kind of what I did. I, you know, even through high school, I didn't play any sports. I didn't. I played in the band a little bit, but you know, I, I raced on the weekends. There was a time when we were racing every every single weekend, chasing points down here. And of course, we we come out with a couple of uh, a couple of track championships through the years. Oh seven and oh nine, I believe, was uh, a couple of track championships we won. And and uh, when I I think sixteenth birthday, I stepped into uh, dad's door car. And, uh, you know, I mean, just, just kept on rolling from there. Raced that one quite a bit and did some pro am. Just kind of been more local racing than anything. We try to go to a few big money races, but overall I've been racing 15 years now, I guess I'm 25, so I've got 15 years in it.
1: Okay. 15 years ago in the junior and, um, Mm -hmm. obviously through a racing family and getting that junior, dragster career headed up in the right direction stepped into the big car so much like a lot of us just racing i guess has become a way of life for you
2: yes sir it was was kind of in our blood that started racing and well besides street racing in high school a little bit here and there he he bought a car that well the same car we have now in 1998 and uh he started down at the old Hallsville, texas drag strip down there and that's kind of where i was raised at we raced down there quite a bit and Mm -hmm. when they could anyways and then step into the juniors after that you know and we just it became a family thing that's what we do you know yeah
1: and that was back when street racing was real wasn't it i mean something you really drove <laughs> no, a, to school or whatever that,
2: that's right that's right yeah and uh they uh kept me from street racing they said if i ever got caught street racing they would take my actual race car away so so I never got into the street race and I just stuck to, to the bracket race. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, taking them keys, to cure or whatever is making you want to get out of bounds a little bit. I, I remember mm-hmm.
2: that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That's right, that's right. So they'll take us through how you qualified for Memphis. Did you win at the bracket finals? Mm-hmm. Did you did you win your Summit Super Series championship? How did that work out?
2: Well, I I come out with the Summit Super Series Track Championship. For Top ET there at Pine Valley, and we just had a good year. Everything kind of fell into place. I, I bought my car uh right before last year started, the October of sixteen. I bought the car. It was my first car to own myself, so uh, I started racing it real hard all through sixteen. Kind of got my bearings on it, and then seven. Well, into sixteen, then through seventeen, and then the eight two thousand eighteen just kind of it fell together. I mean, it just everything started working out. The car was nasty consistent I kind of had been practicing on the tree and got my staging game down and and it all of that together of course with a lot of luck ended up in ironically I ended up in quite a few final rounds but I only think I think I only won one of them I had that final round curse uh, <laughs> there for a while seemed like I, I could be stellar all day and then I could screw it up real bad in the final seemed like so
1: yeah that can <laughs> be a hard deals, hurdle but, to get over
2: yeah, it was crazy. I was, yeah, it was it was crazy, but worked out good. Uh ended up first in points and didn't do no good at the bracket finals. I got loaded up early there. Oh, and nice. uh, end of the year my end of the year my, my motor started giving me a little trouble. I noticed a lot of valve lash on one of my valves and it turns out I had a, a cam load going away, so bracket finals and even at the world finals I had a I was racing my sister's dragster, which was a uh, same brand cars undercover and just okay. a little slower but I was had to borrow a car to finish off yeah. the season but it all worked out good. Well
1: it's good to have somebody with a good ride so you could get in it. So I, I was about to ask oh, you yeah. what you what you won your championship in.
2: It's an older undercover car. It's a it's a nineteen ninety six undercover car with a shop built four ninety six motor that my dad built in the shop and it's uh it runs on E eighty five fuel the 85 carburetors. So.
1: Okay, so you won your championship, Dale. Did it? How did it work out? Did it come down to like the last event? Did you have it sewed up in the last points race? What was <clears> that like?
2: I think I had it. I was pretty safe the race. The race before the last points race, I think I had it pretty sewed up. I think the last race might have been a double points race they were doing. And, uh, or a double, it wasn't double points. It was two races, one weekend and all on the same day, race one, race two. And I think the guy right that was in second, that was chasing me, I think he went out pretty early on in one of the races. And uh, after that round, I think I had it sewed up pretty good from then on out. So I think third round at the end, at the last race, I knew I had it pretty, pretty tied up. so
1: Okay. So no... Bad drama there. That was good. It, it played out well for no. you. So, obviously, oh, early yeah. on in that race, now you know you're the champion. You've inked your name on the list for the people that's going to go to Memphis for the runoff. Was there any right. logistical issues? Or did you did you have the time off work or the, the necessary equipment <clears throat> to get part of Memphis without any big issues?
2: Uh, yeah. In a sense, we're a we have a family business. We're loggers down here in the piney woods and didn't necessarily need to take off work to go to the finals, but we're going to the world finals. We're gonna make it happen. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <had
2: to>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's one of them deals you gotta make it happen somehow. I don't remember if we actually shut down or if we had somebody come in and, and fill in for my place in the logwoods that day or what I can't remember. But it uh, it worked out good. Uh, you know, all year I'd kinda of planned up uh, my my thing was I was going to the million. I wanted to go to the me I've never been to the me yeah
1: and
2: uh, and then the World finals was on the same weekend as a w as a million so it's kind of mixed emotions there i you know what do you do? you go to the world finals of course you do yeah. but you know but you it's a million too so and that's a another s- something i want to try i gotta i gotta put a million sticker on my car uh before I'm done you know but, I'm sure you, you know, will. it it all worked out. It well, I hope like so. it
1: worked out really well, <laughs> so.
2: It did. Uh, but, <laughs> it did.
1: So you're a logger. Uh, I got to know what kind of uh, what brand skitters do you
2: use? Tiger Cat. Tiger Cat. Okay. I'm a caterpillar. <laughs> Tiger, man, Tiger so. Cat. You're I'm a cat a guy,
1: huh? I'm a caterpillar man, but <laughs> Tiger Cat makes good piece yeah. of equipment. So, and oh and yeah, the, we're. By the struggles we had getting a good phone connection with you, uh, our listeners don't know that, but now they do. Maybe yeah. uh, taking right, right. to get a few more of them trees down because we we I got,
2: I, I'm looking at, uh, yeah, I'm looking at one in the front yard right now. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: hear you. So, yes, yeah. yeah, sir. All right, Dale, So you get to the to the big runoff. You get to Memphis mm-hmm. to compete for the world championship uh how is that yeah. playing out for you, you getting some <laughs> e and and things going well or did you have some struggles how was that working
2: uh i had some struggles i did i think we tested tuned on didn't we test yeah we tested on thursday we got to get the in the car performed great it was stacking numbers and i think i was right right there close on the tree where i wanted to be i, I could i was going to plan on tightening it up a little bit and then friday the gamblers race i after that was said and done, I was almost ready to go to the house. I think first round, like I had a couple good hits on the time trial. And then first round, I was, I believe, 10 total. And the guy beside me was four total. So mm. there I was in the buyback lane. And then second round, I think I was 14 total and my guy was 10 total. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> So after that, I was like, what have I? What am I doing here? You know, what, <laughs> I'm well, set up as hard as I can ticket, do
1: you, it. You could look, look, <laughs> look at your side of the ticket, and you'd figure out what you was doing there. You was making great runs. It just went, <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. That's,
2: it. That that's bracket You're racing. And as it showed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just bracket racing. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: just tough yeah. They sound like they did what yeah. you, you'd been doing to people all year on the way to your <laughs> season. So you couldn't be too upset. And yeah, I was Hey,
2: y'all. Uh, so, um, no, i said not at all.
1: Making those great runs, Dale, I, you know, my next question would be were you feeling any pressure, but it sounds like you were performing extremely well, maybe feeling no pressure.
2: <clears throat> well, you know, I mean, I was pressured, especially after that, that that gambler's race, you know, the next morning was the world finals, and and uh, you know, I was, I mean, I, I couldn't hardly sleep that night thinking about, man, I just got loaded up twice with a package, you know, both of them was packages, and and I was like, you know, I put it in my head. I was like, oh, I, I say that, and then I roll some in and, <laughs> in the burnout box, like all of us. But and then, you know, of course, Saturday morning, I go up there, and my first two hits off the trailer, I'm red on the tree, so I can't find the tree before first round of the world. And then it, it, it kind of falls together after that. But I don't know what kind of mindset I was in. But looking back, I had, I mean, I had some good lights. Yeah, Dad's talking to me here, telling me what I was doing. <laughs> he got the log book in his head, so. But I, I was double o like four times in a row or something. But, but through the whole thing, I'd never felt like I was performing as good as I needed to, because in my head I was still stuck in the day before where everybody was packaging me up. You know, I mean, in my head I was like I got to be closer, but I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't roll the numbers out to do it. I was just in my head. It kind of kept me at a happy medium. I wasn't getting any kind of confidence built up. I was double O, double O, 10, double O, you know, but I wasn't, I wasn't stressing because I wasn't double O. I was just kind of at a...
1: Right. Yeah, I, I get it. That's, I a, that's a mindset I think a lot of us get in at times. <laughs> So what about the atmosphere, Dale? I mean, obviously you've run some big races, uh you won a championship, you're you're mm. used to kind of the electricity in the air, but was the atmosphere there what you expected? Was it quite a bit different? what was that like in Memphis?
2: It it was good. Uh it was I mean, I love that track. I mean and I try does a great job of running it and you know, they, they they treat you all like you know, they treat everybody like champions at that race and that, I mean in a sense everybody is a champion somewhere you know which sure. I mean they, they they make it a really good atmosphere for to race in and just like any other race the more rounds you go of course the field gets smaller and the atmosphere just gets better and better and I mean any, just like any kind of race when the when the sun goes down and lights come on it's a complete different atmosphere at any race track. <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> you know and it, I always I always joke with my buddy I say you know First, second round we'll get by, and then the sun goes down. It's like, oh, it's it's time to race now. This is my kind of racing. It's you know under the lights. It's completely different. It sure. changes everything. Just the whole feeling of it. So you know, I mean, but yeah, it was a really good atmosphere. And the farther farther in the rounds we got, the darker it got, the cooler it got, the atmosphere got even better throughout the night.
1: Oh, yeah. And that was a fairly cool weekend, too, I think. So uh, that had yeah, been feeling okay. just right for you. Coming out of that heat in Texas had been feeling real good in the race car. So, oh, yeah. So yeah. tell us, Dale, about any time you win on a, a race or, uh, you know, any any type of something special on a racetrack, whether it's a shootout mm-hmm. or whatever, you always have a round or so where you think, well, I got away with one there and I, maybe yep. I should have gotten beat, but I didn't. Did you
2: have that key round
1: in, in your championship run?
2: Uh, I, yeah, I usually do. Let me think back. Uh, I'm going to use the life did did, uh, did I have a lucky round? Do you remember which one? I know I did. I can't remember which one it was. You know what? It was, it was the final round. It sure oh. was. My car. Yep. Yep, I'm going to tell myself. I was double low most of the day, 10, 12, double low. Final round, I was three on the tree. Was, he, was, he was right there with me. He was 21, 21 or 23. We were two thousand separation there. But I was dialing a 505, thinking I was on a 503. And uh, turns out I wouldn't have been but a 505. I didn't have anything in my pocket, which would change the whole thing. Luckily, luckily... He uh he was a little bit hot, too, and I let him on around me, and, and it worked out. That was my lucky round. That was my lucky move, mm. you know.
1: We yeah. were both a little
2: bit tardy, but it worked out, you know.
1: Heck of a good time to get it right there, too.
2: Exactly, yeah. Of all, <laughs> which, you know, all year I've had that final round curse of all rounds to get the lucky one. That, I'll take it, you know. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> so, you're in your final round. You make the run. Yeah. You go through the finish line, and... At mm-hmm. Memphis, you get that that beacon that's telling you that that you've just won the world championship. What that mm-hmm. moment? What did that feeling feel like, Dale?
2: It was disbelief. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it was it was a I don't know. I, I can't tell you what it was. I know uh, one thing I remember. One small detail I remember through the whole thing is I, I got tangled up in my belt. I couldn't. I, I wanted to clap my hands. I wanted to get out of the car. I wanted to. Un- you know, slowing down, I was trying to get out of my belts and and celebrate, and I was hollering and, 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 you know, all I could think was, all I, all I kept saying, all I could think to myself was world champ, you know, you know, world champ, that's, this is it, you know, we just, we just did it, but I couldn't believe it, you know, I I got tangled up in my armor strengths and everything else trying to get turned off the track, and, and, uh, I had my phone out by the ticket booth, and, and, uh, was calling my uh, fiance, my wife now, but uh, calling her back in Texas, and she was squalling on the phone by the time I, I got her got the car shut off where I could hear. you know she was watching the live feed, everything
1: uh, that, that had to feel amazing that that whole series of events yeah. there winning it and then talking to her about it, and you're you're twenty five years old and you've just done something <laughs> yeah. that people spend a lifetime trying to do, so I'm sure that was yeah. an amazing yeah. feeling. Tell us about your yeah. uh, about the package. What did you win, Dale? What was your your winning package like? Not not on the racetrack. No. I meant, I meant. What was your prizes and and tell us what all you won for being the world champion?
2: Oh, okay, okay. Well, they, uh, well, they paid twenty thousand dollars. Got the big check. Uh, we got a two hundred dollar certificate to uh, Summit Racing Equipment uh, yeah. that I need to find so I can use it. <laughs> and uh and then uh let's see we got the torque converter from uh with a Bruzy, a Bruzy torque converters are going to give us a torque converter we got the iron man the big iron man on the wall the, the custom painted helmet by imagine that customs which he actually uh sure on the way home i got a hold of him and i wanted a uh, an actual helmet painted that i could wear you know, not the one that I won. That's going to go on the right. shelf in the shop. But so I, I got another helmet from him. He did a great job. Put my name on it and stuff.
1: Yeah, Geron does great uh, work for sure.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's awesome. There, uh, they said we got a trip to Aruba that we can take. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight day, eight day trip to Aruba, and and uh, they sized me up. And I just actually just got the championship ring in the in the mail uh right there around Christmas it just come in and it, it looks great i mean they they really outdone it i mean i mean it's it's wow. crazy, but you know they did all that and you know we're we're gracious for all of it
1: man that's a mm-hmm. that's a heck of a prize package brother. that's i mean
2: trip yeah. to Aruba yeah.
1: all that all that money all those wonderful offerings mm-hmm. uh that customs and yep. bruy and the ring and that's uh that's a heck of a prize package that uh, that's something oh yeah Uh, be a memory for you for a long long time
2: oh yeah yep that's right we won't ever forget it so
1: dale tell us what's next for you 2019 gonna be very similar to 2018 you got different plans what you gonna do
2: well uh, i don't know yet exactly uh kind of my plan i'd like to not not say as much this year as hard but maybe uh Maybe try to travel just a little bit more. Maybe not too far, but try to uh, try to hit a couple big money races instead of uh, instead of just local races every other weekend down here. Just maybe save up a few weekends and and uh, hit a you know a couple a couple bigger money races, and then uh, hopefully end up at the million by the end of the year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'd love to see you out there. I'll be there, and hopefully our paths cross and get to shake your hand yeah. there. Uh, sounds like you yep, got uh, right. plans to collect some more of those big checks this year. We'll chase after a little Lord, bit of that Lord, money,
2: right? Lord, Lord willing, you know. Yes, sir. That's, uh, we'd well, sure, like to.
1: Dale, anytime we go through a season and have as much success as you've had, uh, there's obviously a lot of people that are there along the trip with you that support you and help you. Uh, you got anybody specific that you you want to send out a thank you to?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, my. My family's been behind me since I was 10 years old, as far as racing goes, even before that, you know, and, and, uh, I mean, they, they made it all possible from the get-go, so, uh, you know, mom and dad, and, uh, even my sister, she, she raced some, you know, through the years, she went through the juniors, and, of course, she has a little, the, the dragster that her and her husband drive a little bit, and so they're always there, they're always at the track supporting me and dad as we're racing and, uh, everything, and, uh, I got some really good friends at the track, Greg Roberts and uh, Colin William, and and both of their families. They're uh, really good friends of ours, and uh, always willing to help out. They, you know, they do. You could be in the final round fixing a race them, and and they would jump out of the car to come help you fix your car. or Something half. I mean, they're just yeah. good people, good, real good company, real good people that do anything for you. Actually, Greg Roberts was my best man at my wedding back in uh at thanksgiving and uh nice and of course that being that being said of course my wife and my stepdaughter they're they're behind me 100 percent, and uh they're uh they're always always ready to go racing ready to stay out late whatever it takes you know yeah and uh the whole family you know and i I consider greg and colin and, and their families family as well we we have a uh you know we have a family here at home and we we
1: have a, a racing family. We have a family at the racetrack too. So it's you know yeah. All Sounds familiar. It. Sound like you got a great oh, yeah. uh, supporting cast around you there that that's helping you keep your head on straight and uh, no, continue yeah. on winning. So that that's really cool. Right. Right.
2: Yes. So,
1: so Dale, I don't know if you get a chance to listen to the podcast much. That pretty much wraps up our our normal questions. But we got something we call okay. rapid fire. And rapid okay. fire is just five questions kind of quick questions where you can give Mm -hmm. as short or as long answer as you want to give and this is just a little way we get to know you and wrap up the interviews you up for that
2: uh sure let's do it
1: okay Dale, number one what is your favorite off-season activity off-season meaning when racing is not an option
2: uh (laughs) working on race cars I don't have
1: one. <laughs> I understand. That's what racing is. You gotta get all that stuff that's right. fixed back up for the next year.
2: Uh, that's right, yep. Dale,
1: what is the worst job you could have?
2: Mm. I'm yeah. Not very good at this. Already. I knew that one
1: was gonna stump you a little bit. Mine would be an onion pill. Uh, if I had to be an onion pill uh, yeah. the worst job I could have.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that would be it. Yep. Uh, a saw hand. <laughs> I don't want to be a solid
1: hand. <laughs> that sounds like a <laughs> tough job. <laughs> would,
2: yeah.
1: Would you rather read a good book or watch a good movie?
2: Watch a good movie.
1: Likewise. Dale, yeah. if you won a million dollars, what would you buy first? House. A new house. Good answer. A, a new
2: house.
1: Answer. Big house. Yep. And last but not least, Dale, what is your favorite snack? popcorn popcorn great answer answer. (laughs) right yeah big old bag of popcorn that movie you'd like to watch you ready to go
2: that's right that's right
1: that's good stuff good way to wrap up the interview dale congratulations on an amazing season you are the 2018 ihra top summit super series world champion nobody can ever take it from you that'll last you a lifetime it sounds like you probably got more coming for you in the future
2: thank you yes sir thank you appreciate it
1: Appreciate you joining us tonight, man. Have a
0: great evening. Absolutely. Porta Tree practice trees and simulators are designed and manufactured by racers racers right here in the united states as racers themselves the staff at portatree is dedicated to providing cutting-edge features to keep you and me ahead of the competition looking for an affordable practice setup don't use the phone apps. They're inconsistent, which really can do more harm than good. Right? It hurts your confidence, if nothing else. The PortaTree Tree Pocket Pal is a quality handheld unit for under $100. Their product line also includes the popular new Eliminator Next Gen. That's what I use myself, plus a full size national event style tree and uh, the PortaTree Tree Mini, which is perfect for traveling or for tighter spaces, guest rooms, things like that. Portatree also has vehicle connections allowing you to practice in your own car, which is, again, what I try to do myself, and I find it to be a huge advantage, as well as foot pedals in um, several varieties. In short, if you're ready to practice, I mean, really practice, take advantage of your practice, Portatree has what you need. Check them out at portatree.com. And as we teased earlier, Sportsman Drag Racing Podcast listeners, enter discount code DRAG. 10, that is drag 10 for 10% off your next Porta Tree order. Jed and I are proud to partner with Bill Taylor Enterprises, that's BTE, here within the podcast. Neither of us, Jed or myself, are strangers to BTE products, services, or customer service. I've personally been using BTE transmissions and converters exclusively since 1998. That's 20 years. BTE has quite literally powered every race, every championship, every round that I've won for my entire adult life. My point, they build products that I depend on. BTE builds products that Jed depends on. BTE builds products that you can depend on. Whether it's a complete top dragster or or top sportsman power glide transmission, a torque converter designed for your specific combination or any transmission component or bolt-on item, the folks at BTE and Memphis Performance have what you need to succeed in today's ultra-competitive world of sportsman drag racing. Shop online at bteracing.com. right
1: guys that wraps up this episode of the sportsman drag racing podcast on behalf of luke i'd like to thank you for listening i'd also like to thank this week's championship guest dale skates for joining us and the sponsors who make it possible to present this show please support them every opportunity you get be sure to tell us what you think message us right there on the sportsman drag racing podcast facebook page or at either Luke or myself, on Twitter. Luke is at Luke Bogacki, B-O-G-A-C-K-I, and I am at JP11X. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Uh
0: Uh-oh.
1: I heard somebody else talking. Did you hear
0: that? Yeah, it was my son. It was my
1: son. He, he... Oh, okay. I thought we had some line interference or something.
0: No, nah, he was. Okay. He... He walked right up to me as I was about to hit the mute button. I'm like, God, buddy, I hope you stay quiet, stay quiet. (laughs) Okay, count me down when you're ready. Enrollment in This Is Bracket Racing Elite is now open. You've heard me discuss or at least reference This Is Bracket Racing Elite. It is the premier offering of our website, thisisbracketracing.com.